Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Rock Squad podcast, your destination in the latest for rock music news, reviews, and discussion. I'm one of your hosts, Mr. Nick Chino, and I'm joined by my co-host and bandmate, it's Mr. Dave Marini. How's it going, Dave? Hey, Nick, how's it going? Hey, before we get started, make sure you go to the bottom of the page, you hit subscribe, you like the video, you comment on the video, and also, if you haven't already, check us out on Instagram, check us out on Twitter, check us out on Facebook, and if you don't know already, we play in a rock and roll band called Fools Union, foolsunion.com, for everything you need, all the merch, also Instagram, also Facebook, also Twitter. Nick, how are you, my friend? I'm doing all right. Just uh, just hanging out here. Got my vaccination. I know we kind of give an update on this every week, but I got the vaccination, my first shot scheduled for Saturday. So we are on the the road to rock, as they say. We are we one day we'll rock together. We'll go to a concert. I can't wait. Are you are you on the Pfizer train? What did you get? I think it might be Moderna. Moderna. Pretty excited. You know, eventually we can see each other in person. That's only ear bleed and, and permanent erection. Well, you know, so that's, that's okay. I don't mind walking around with a could, rage boner all day. Could be worse. Could, could, be, could worse. be way worse. All right, let's give the folks a rundown of how we do things here on the Rock Squad podcast. We're going to get to uh, tonight's headliner talk, topic coming up, which is that Dom Broco have announced their, announced their fourth studio record called Amazing Things coming out in September. We'll talk about that. We're going to talk about Lollapalooza 2021 coming back to Chicago this July, which is awesome because obviously the United States is well on the way to rock more than we are here in uh, in Canada. We're going to talk about Green Day and Weezer and Fallout Boy rescheduling the uh, Hella Mega Tour after two years of delay and it's not coming to Canada anymore and we're going to be talking about the uh, the new record from Manic Street Preachers uh, that they announced called the Ultra Vivid Lament that's going to be coming up on our opening at topics but first let's do a little sound check uh, there's a rock album review up on the channel right now for the new Black Keys record uh, Delta Cream which is a, a tribute it's a, basically a cover album of um, Mississippi Hill Country Blues songs uh, Dave have you had a chance to check out this Black Keys record yet? I've checked out most of it actually. I really, I really dig it. I, uh, I kind of fell off the black keys for a little bit. Me too. And uh, it, it just, you know, it's kind of the same old, same old kind of situation. And uh, I, I actually, yeah, I, I checked out about uh, three quarters of the the record, and I, I dig it. Really, mm-hmm. like you know, uh, back home bluesy stuff with uh, real, real simple blues too, like real Howlin' Wolf kind of blues, like yeah. nothing, like you know, just how you feeling. And how, you know how are you how are you feeling how are you playing your guitar like yeah. that kind of stuff and uh i think it's i think it's cool i think that's that's that band's wheelhouse anyways so to hear them like really double down and like like oh yeah this is we could do this all day long and mm-hmm. i i really I, something they're doing that's cool on it too to kind of make it feel so so much more authentic old school blues is a lot of their drums come in sloppy like on purpose yeah, like, a little bit, a little bit like, loose. Yeah. Like into the into the into the pocket, and uh, I thought it was really cool. I think they're they're paying homage really well. Yeah, for sure. Well, that's what you said. Cool. That's kind of how I described it in the review. It's one of those records that you kind of sit back and you have a, a nice nice cold drink while you're listening yeah. to it. You put your shades on. You're feeling really cool. Sure. Um, and uh, as far as us as musicians, we don't really do much blues right now. But I mentioned in, in the review that. We used to be in a band called the Mississippi Kings, which is strange for a bunch of white dudes from Canada, but uh, <laughs> it worked at the time because we were really into blues at the time, soul music, R&B, blues, jazz. Um, so 
a little bit of blues goes a long way for me personally, but we do have quite a bit of blues in our musical history as, uh, as musicians as well. We've done, we've done our fair bit of the blues. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. We were, uh, you know, we were doing the, the that vibe before the black keys popped, you know? So yeah, we were, uh, we're fans. Yeah. We're fans of all that, all that Southern, all that stuff. I love Chicago blues too, you know, like, right. uh, we, we have some great blues artists up, up in Canada too. Like I know Steve Strongman's a great, Oh, he's amazing. Steve guy. And, yeah, he's great. Colin and, James. Like, you know, Colin James is another great Canadian blues musician. You know, and we love, like, I love, I've, I've been to see, uh, you know, Buddy Guy a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. Uh, B.B. King, when he was around, I saw a I bunch of times. Yeah. Um, there's just so many, there's so many good uh, blues guys, you know? And, uh, like, I know we went, I, I think we went together, we went to see Ka- uh, uh, Eric um, Clapton. Eric Clapton play at the ACC, yeah. right? We were there, yeah, we right? did, yeah. Yeah, so like stuff like that. There's so many good players and so many good slow hand players, right? Yeah, British so, blues. Uh, yeah, Chicago. I'm down. I dig it. Yeah, it's uh, it's really good. The new record's cool. You said you listened to three quarters of it. To me, that's pretty much <laughs> enough. You get, you get the picture when you've listened to that much of the record. So uh, yeah. yeah, definitely check out the rock album review for the Black Keys, uh, Delta Cream. That's up on the channel right now. Uh, coming up this week, we're going to review the new record from 21 Pilots, which is called Scaled and Icy. And uh, 21 Pilots is one of those bands. It took me a little bit to, to get into them. Um, it took a little bit to get a read on their sound because they they do a variety of different styles. Um, if you listen to a song like Tearing My Heart, that's a an indie rock uh, song. And then you listen to something like Heathens, which is a little bit more of a moody, uh, electronic influenced track. And I really liked their last album, Trench. Uh, that had a lot of really good tracks on it. Dave, have you have you dug into 21 Pilots very much? Like they're, I've listened to them for a couple of years, but it took a while for me to, to latch on to them. Yeah, I uh, I really like you know at first I wasn't uh, I wasn't really into it at all it wasn't in my wheelhouse and then uh, after some soundtrack stuff they did yeah I got more exposed to them and I found that uh, yeah there you know there's some people in rock and stuff that are just really good pop players yeah and you can dress it up any way you want you can do whatever you want to do but in the end of the day it's it's just pop songs and these guys these two guys are really good at writing pop songs. And if you dig into their catalog, uh, I agree. The vibe of the band flip-flops a little bit where you're not sure if it's kind of new metal or if it's garage punk. Like, it's like a weird, but like always heavy pop, always heavy pop influence. But uh, yeah, the new, I checked out the two newest singles from this band and they're great, man. They, they just, they keep getting better as pop writers, I think. Yeah. So like, you know, and uh, songs like Heathens and stuff, that's a very good, that is where they're going. Like that's that's the the rolling of the snowball right now. More songs like that, and that's what their new offering sounds like to me. I dig it though. Yeah, me too. And on the last record, Trench, I really dig. Uh, the hype is a good song. Um, Morph is a good song. Um, so looking forward to listening to this new record. So it's called Scaled and Icy Twenty One Pilots. Coming out this Friday, we'll do a rock album review here on the channel, so keep your eyes peeled for that. But let's get into the opening act topics of the week. The first, which is that uh, the Manic Street Preachers, one of my favorite uh, UK rock bands, have announced their new album, The Ultra Vivid Lament. Their 14th studio album is going to come out in September. On September the 3rd, they launched a new single called uh, Orwellian. Um, uh, As I was saying, I'm a huge Manic Street Preachers fan, Dave, going back, I'd say about 20 years or so, I've... uh, I've always followed their career and they're one of those bands, you know, we talk about Weezer a lot on the show and how Weezer is one of those bands that still stays creative and they also stay relevant as a band and their new music is just as strong or 
you know, it stands up to their music of the past. And Manic Street Preachers, to me, are one of those bands as well. When I think back to the last decade of, of albums they put out, um, they've really put out a lot of strong songs that they they vary between styles. Some some of their songs are a little bit more punk influenced and maybe not as catchy as, as you would think. But then they do these huge um, anthemic rock songs, which uh, are definitely some of my favorite Manic Street Preachers songs. So I'm not sure. I, I don't know if we really ever talked about them. Like, what's your what's your mileage with the Manic Street Preachers? I really like Manic Street Preachers, man. I have. Uh, yeah, they're they're one of those bands that um, at least six songs a record yeah. are worth checking out, you know, and um, I, I, you know, they they don't get enough love over over here. That's for sure. And um, they're one of those bands that, like you said, the, the like the variety that comes out of the band. It's uh, they they're one of those bands that are true to themselves. I always mm-hmm. felt like you know, like they don't they're not doing anything for anybody but themselves, and that's kind of awesome. That, that and that's probably why they're still around is that they've taken that approach. And uh, yeah, man, it's exciting. I can't wait to hear. Like I, I love hearing new singles from them. And, they, and like you said, they do those huge rock songs. Like like they'll do something a little lo-fi and a little just less traditional, and then they'll do mm-hmm. these huge pop masterpieces that are these you know that are these huge like festival rockers that uh you know blow everybody away so i'm excited they're one of those bands that keeps evolving keeps keeping it like you said keeping it fresh yeah and this this new this new song orwellian sounds different for them as well because as we're saying we have they have these big huge rock songs this one's a little bit more understated um their last record resistance is futile had a lot of those those uh, those huge songs and one of my favorite records of them is well it's almost I guess it would be 11 years old now it came out in 2010 which was postcards from a young man which was uh, a return to their their 90s uh anthemic rock roots um and when you think about great guitar players James Dean Bradfield of the Manistry Preachers uh doesn't get a lot of credit for his guitar playing but he's an incredible lead guitar player uh when you listen to a lot of the manic stuff he's so versatile and they he can mix together uh you know really soft acoustic sounds and then he can rip it like slash there's a strong guns and roses uh you know thematic uh you know idea running through the manic street preachers so um i'm really excited uh it's been three years since the last record so i'm really looking forward to it and uh yeah it's coming out on september the third it's called the ultra vivid lament and uh hopefully it lives up to the uh the past manic street preacher stuff i'm pretty excited yeah me too all right let's get to uh, the next opening act topic here on the rock squad podcast and that is lullapalooza uh, it's coming back in 2021 uh, in the wake of COVID-19. You know, we're still in lockdown here up here in Ontario, Canada, but uh, they're getting ready to rock again down in the U.S. Uh, it's been confirmed to be back at Grant Park in Chicago from July 29th to August 1st. Uh, bands on the bill include Foo Fighters, who will be headlining uh, Limp Biscuit, Jimmy World, Journey, uh, Band of Horses, Modest Mouse, Young the Giant, Angels and Airwaves, All Time Low. Um, and there are going to be some some uh, criteria that fans are going to have to meet if they want to go down to uh, Grant, Park in Sh- Grant Park in Chicago to go to Lollapalooza. They're going to need a full COVID-19 vaccination and negative COVID-19 test results uh, before they go to the show. And people who aren't fully vaccinated need to get a um, test for every day that they go to the concert. So if you're going to Friday, you're going Saturday, you're going Sunday, you need to get a, a fresh COVID test 24 hours before each show if you're not fully vaccinated so um it's a great lineup very much a reason for people to get back and uh, and go to a show i've never been to lollapalooza but you have dave 
Um, did yeah. you, if we were able to go and if you were, you were in a position to go down there, would this lineup be enough to get you to go down to Chicago? You know, it's, it's tough, man. It's, it's one of those things. I, I used to go to down there all the time and, and uh, check out Lollapalooza and it was always fun and we always had great bills and the last, like, I don't know, like eight to nine years have been kind of weak. Like the, the, the bands that are on there are not like, they're not pulling me from Canada for a 10 hour drive down to Chicago. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, like the last time I was there, the foos were there, you know, it would take, it would take something big. It would take like a rage or the foos or somebody like that, that I'm really diehard for to get me out there. But it's an amazing time. And if, if no one's ever been to Lollapalooza Grant Park, the, the park's right on Lake Michigan and it's right on Michigan Avenue and you can stay on Michigan Avenue in a beautiful hotel and walk <laughs> across to the park and take breaks through the day. It's a, it's a beautiful experience. Uh, yeah. And I would love to go back and I can't wait, but then, you know, the passport thing, I think that's, what's going to happen. Now, you know, we're just going to have to adapt to this, um, you know, whatever they want, whatever keeps people safe, but allows things to go on has to be, you know, yeah, for have sure. To be put in place. Yeah, definitely. And uh, yeah, I understand. I I wouldn't mind providing that information to go down to uh to go down to a concert. The funny thing about it is that look, <laughs> one thing I missed about concert posters uh, that Lollapalooza reminded me of today is when you look at the concert poster and it's like reading an eye chart, and they do this oh. for everything: Coachella, Lollapalooza, everywhere. So you got the big names at the top, and they just progressively get smaller as you go to the bottom. And I often wonder, you know. Dude, to other bands, the ones that are on the bottom, do they feel slighted by this? Obviously, they're they're on the lower rung of the band, so they might not be Food Fighters or Jimmy Eat World, but uh, it's just so hard to read once you get to the bottom. It makes me wonder what's the point of listing every single band on the bill because they're going to be barely, you know, legible at the bottom. Yeah, it's one of those, when you have these super three day <laughs> shows, you know, it's it's ridiculous. Like I have a. I have, on my wall right now, I have a Lollapalooza, Lollapalooza 20th anniversary um, poster, and there's like 200 bands, and it's like in a space this big, you know, so it's, yeah. it's one of those things, I think, I think what it is, is that if you're gonna go, you're gonna want to have it, you know what I mean, yeah. kind of thing, as a band, like, we've been on bills where we're not on the top bill, for sure, and uh, I don't know, it's, sometimes it's just fun to be on a bill with some of your heroes, you know. Yeah, even when you get down to the bottom and you can barely see it, it's like fool's union right at the bottom. And, Can't you see yeah. us? And there's no way that you're going to be able to see all those bands in uh, in one weekend anyway. Um, yeah, but yeah, there are so many random bands. Every time I read these posters, I, I'm just like, how, how can there be so many random bands that I've never heard of? But uh, you know, though, we're in a random band that nobody's ever heard of, too. So <laughs> in uh, in their defense, uh, the programmers at Lollapalooza do set it up in a way that you experience bands that you wouldn't normally experience. So like, by the way, they program the, the festival, you know, like you'll be waiting to see like Portugal, the man. And some, you know, they'll have like somebody that you wouldn't have, wouldn't have gone to see opening for the Portugal man. So you catch yeah. the end of their set. And like, I've been turned on to a lot of bands that way. Like uh, I, I got into the silver sun pickups catching the end of their set uh, before the whalers. Nice. You know what I mean? Like there I'm you sitting go, there yeah. waiting for the whalers <laughs> where everybody's rolling joints and drinking beers. 
and we got and I got to see the Silver Sun pickups, and I was like, who the hell who the hell are the Silver Sun pickups? And by the end, I was like, these guys are great. They're a great yeah. rock band. Same thing happened to me with uh, Cold War Kids too. I was waiting for uh, OK Go, and uh, uh, and Cold War Kids were on. They don't get they don't get on in. Uh, I think maybe I had seen like one uh, one late night show or something. But sometimes you get those gems, you know, where you you luck out. Yeah, so Lollapalooza is coming back in 2021. Uh, obviously, we can't go this year, but uh, it's going to be a good one, and we're looking forward to eventually going back to a festival. It's been quite a while since. I guess we, we played a festival a couple of years ago when we played what the fest in Brantford. Um, we played that one and that was pretty cool as well. So we'll get back to a festival eventually, whether it be on stage or in the audience. I just, I feel like I'm, I'm not usually the type to, uh, to go into the pit. I'm usually the kind of stand back and just enjoy the show, but man, I feel like I'm going to get back in the pit when shows come back. I'm going to, I'm going to rage, man. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> me too man i'm getting the leathers out and getting the spikes on my collars yeah shit's going down i know i'm gonna beat some people up that's what i'm gonna <laughs> peaceful peaceful all right let's get to the last opening act topic and that is uh also concert related and that is green day weezer and fallout boy have rescheduled the hella mega tour uh but it's skipping canada which is kind of a bummer it was originally on the uh on the itinerary but it's been two years uh weezer and green day initially announced this tour back in 2019 and COVID-19 obviously put a halt to that. Um, but they rescheduled the tour. It's this summer, no longer coming to Toronto. It's going to go to uh, the U S and they're even going to Europe. And I'm just wondering how are we ever going to get back to normal? How are bands from outside of Canada that we love ever going to come back here and, and play for us and rock for us, unless we can get our crap together as Canadians and get vaccinated and get back to normal. It just bothers me so much that we're here in Canada talking about rock over zoom when people in the U S like we were talking with Lollapalooza and the hell mega tour, they're rocking for real. We're just faking it right now with this virtual rocking that we're doing when they're getting to rock for real. We're talking about how we need to rage and get in the pit. How am I going to get in the pit? If the bands don't even come here, if you book them, they will come, but they will not come if we're not vaccinated. So uh, I would have gone to this tour, I think, if they had stayed with their, their show in Toronto, but it's not going to happen. And uh, now I'm cranky. Me too, man. Fuck <laughs> these people. Come up to Canada. Yeah. Let's just run the book. They don't know the, the trick. Everybody knows that if you want to get into Canada right now, you got to walk over. Yeah. So get your fucking guitar, put it <laughs> on your back, go to the border, get off in Buffalo, Shoelace Express right across the border. Yeah, Rivers. Billy Joe, Pete Wentz. They love their fans. Come on. Yeah. This is a good lineup, though. That's a great lineup. I would have gone for sure. And if I wasn't going before, after all this bullshit, I definitely would have gone. You know? Question, question though. Would you, if you went to the show, would you skip Fall Out Boy? If not skip, would you? I like Fall Out Boy, but eh, whatever. I don't need to see them live. Would you? Um, not intentionally skip, but would 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 you be rushing to get to the show? Follow boy was on first, or would you be like, yeah, I can wait <laughs> a little bit? Yeah, I probably wouldn't be there for the beginning of Follow Boy. Like that's a long night. Like those bands are gonna play like two hours each. Yeah, and uh, you know what I mean. So like, what if Follow uh, Boy went on last? Who would go on first? What would the order be? Follow Boy's going on first. I'm yeah. sure. For and sure. Then, and then, but then who's going on? Who's, who's headlining? Is that, is, would it be Weezer or Green Day or would they alternate? I would think uh, Weezer. 
You would think Weezer? I, I don't know. Okay, maybe Green Day. Now I don't know. You're making me doubt myself I, now. I don't know. I would. I would. I would think that Green Day would be the headliner. But uh, you know, who do I like more? <laughs> yeah, you know, that's one of. I love Green Day, but I'm a Weezer those. guy all the way. <laughs> love Green Day too. They're great. Yeah, I, I went on a big a Green Day kick the other day. Yeah, for sure. Well, with Green Day, I've seen it. I haven't seen Green Day live in oh near twenty years. Uh, it's been that long since I saw Green Day at the Warehouse in Toronto, one of the sweatiest, wow. um, one of the sweatiest shows. Did you go to that one, Dave? Were we at that one together? Or? I, I did. I didn't actually go to that. I one. think. I, I think I me and our went. yeah. I think me and our me and our friend Mike went to that one uh, with a couple of friends, and it was like the sweatiest show i've ever been to and when when well it's not even a venue anymore but when the warehouse became the cool house the cool house was a lot less cool than the warehouse it became this kind of hipster venue you know with yeah, a yeah. with a, a bunch of really hip bars and it wasn't as cool as it was when it's like a really sweaty toronto rock venue um and i haven't seen weezer in probably 15 years yeah, or so, yeah. so either yeah, yeah weezer saw them at you know we talked about seeing them at the island club in uh in toronto um and we're coming up on that the anniversary of that gig when we saw Weezer at the Island Club and won those tickets. How many years? Uh, twenty years. No. Yeah, yeah, it'll be twenty That's years. That's crazy. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. So That's I have crazy. a I have a picture of us. Um, not to get too deep into the weeds on this, but I do have a picture of uh, of me, you, Mike, and Paul, uh, as we got back from that day when we went to go um, get the tickets. You know, and we had this victorious look on our get face. Tickets? Because you know we we we, we tried good. so hard to get those tickets and we got them, um, and that's like one of those days yeah, that I'll yeah. never forget. The day we wait, we went out and tried to get the Weezer For tickets, sure. and then Noel Gallagher from Oasis, who's my idol, was there that day too. Um, yeah, so man. it was like this incredibly awesome day uh, again. And the, not and the to guys, get the guys nostalgic. from Space Hog too. Yeah, we met Space Hog too. Space Hog, he was married to Liv Tyler at the time. Yeah, it, it was a very bizarre. And then Paul, yeah. Noel Gallagher signed Paul's guitar. I was, yeah. me, literally Noel Gallagher is my idol. I know I'm wearing a Liam shirt. I'm sorry, Noel. But Noel Gallagher is my idol. And um, <laughs> he signed my friend's guitar who eventually sold it on eBay. Ugh. All I remember from that, like, I remember being there and doing it. But like, when Noel showed up and like, everyone was buzzing that Noel was like, Noel's coming. Did you know Noel? Did Hey, I think Noel's coming. It got like the radio station got really hot for a little bit. Yeah. And then when they pulled up, he had this big bodyguard, and you couldn't really even see Noel because yeah. he's such a tiny little dude. Yeah. And he was so hungover. Like he <laughs> yeah. was just so, so hungover. It looked like, and the, the bodyguard had his hand like on his back. Yeah. Like kind of shuffling him through the crowd. And he was so little and so hungover that it looked like the bodyguard was just walking him like like picked him up and just <laughs> yeah. through the crowd and I, I remember they plopped him down and he turned around and he was like <laughs> again, hello you know, everybody yeah. 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 Anyway, that was a little bit of a, di a, di a diversion in our part but still a fun story uh and when <laughs> weezer and green day uh, and not really follow up boy no no offense to them but uh, when weezer and green day do come back we can go see them. That would be cool. Uh, maybe they can do another tour and come when Canada has its shit together. Sure, man. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go see Weezer again. I like. I love Weezer. Then we can create more memories, more Weezer memories. 
like uh, like it was 20 years ago. All right, those are our opening act topics of this week. Let's get to this week's Rock Squad headliner topic, and that is Dom Broco, UK rockers, one of our favorite bands, well represented here in the rock room. Dom Broco have announced the follow-up to technology. Their fourth studio album called Amazing Things comes out in September. Uh, they released a new track called Manchester Super Red's number one fan. Um, Dave, we've, uh, we haven't really talked about too much about Don Broco, but they're one of those bands that in the last couple of years that we've both gotten really into and become one of our favorite, uh, rock bands on the planet right now. Uh, technology, um, for me is probably one of my favorite records of the last decade. I would put it in my last, my top five of my favorite records from the last decade. Um, I think these guys are fantastic. And, um, this, this new song is cool as well. Uh, it's, it's, it's not different for them because it's very similar to action and half man, half God. We were talking about those singles before we started recording the show. Um, it's very aggressive. It's almost hip hop. Like, uh, in a way it's like hip hop meets rock. Um, I don't know if this song would be for everybody because it is very different. It is very aggressive. Um, uh, maybe not quite as catchy as some of past, uh, Don Broco songs. Uh, but I love it. It's just, it's crunchy. It's punishing. It's uh, it's super heavy. Um, and, uh, I think it's a super cool track. Yeah, man, they're they're one of those bands like they've changed so drastically, um, but in all the right ways over the last like eight years. Like what they're with when Automatic that record came out, uh, they were you know they were kind of like their vibe was like kind of clean cut schoolboy. Yeah, rock. very poppy, like, very polished. Like right, like so it was poppy and polished, but still it had all those elements that we like, like the like the the melodies and the you know the cool harmonies and the just thinking outside of the box as a pop writer that's that's something they do really well and they've transitioned into more of a like the technology you know kind of more into the electronic um electronic hard rock world and almost into the metal scape and now with the yeah. new stuff they've seemed to add this kind of industrial backbone to what they're doing where it's not unusual to distort some drums and it's not, you know, and things like you said are punishing and they, it's more about the energy behind what's going on as opposed to like a tone almost. It's, it's very interesting. It's a very interesting way of production, but they're still writing super catchy songs. So I'm, yeah. I'm super excited. I really like the new song. I don't think the song's as weird as the video is. Yeah. The video is very weird. Yeah. Known for having really outlandish videos. So to, to me, I think like if you just heard the song without the video, it's a little bit more digestible than just watching the video because the video is like a whole trip on its own. Yeah, the David I Beckham feel. stuff meets Star Trek. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, right? So it's a lot to take in. You're like, what? You're not quite sure how to feel about it. But uh, I've been listening to this song on repeat for the last, like, I don't know, week or so or when, since Me it's too. come out. And uh, it's awesome, man. And, you know, they still have that great hook. They have, they're, they're a great band to get earworms from where you just... It's just yeah. like that, that that eight bars just over and over and over in your head. Yeah. So ultrasonic people, you know, that's the way it goes. <laughs> yeah, you know, the, and Rob and Matt's vocals, you know, Rob taking that, you know, he takes the uh, a little bit more of that rap, not really rap rock, but he's doing that that intense uh, heavy metal stuff. And then Matt has more of that emo uh, vocal style that, uh, that I dig as well. So it's a nice contrast. When it comes to Don Broco, T-shirt song off of Technology, which is one of the songs that got me into them. I think that's probably one of the best written rock songs uh, in a long time. When I listen to that song, it has all the elements that I look for in a song. 
Um, it's, you know, we talk about Biffy Clyro a lot um, and how when they write songs, they write a really catchy chorus. And then after that, they write an even catchier part to go on top of that. And Don Broco does that a lot as well. Um, and very similar to Biffy, when we talked about Biffy a couple of weeks ago on the show, mentioning that they're this huge UK rock band that when they're in their home country, um, they're playing to gigantic crowds, arena sized stadium sized crowds. And it's similar for Don Broco. When you look at the t-shirts on video, they're playing to, uh, it might be at the Alexandra Palace uh, in London, but they're playing this huge show. And then a couple of years ago, which was the last show that we went to uh, before COVID hit, which was in October 2019, we saw them at the Hard Luck Bar in Toronto, which is this super tiny, uh, sweaty rock bar in Toronto. And I think you could tell that the band was a little bit, I think it was the last show of the tour, but they were a little bit uh, dismayed by the fact that they were playing such a small place. I think um, you could tell yeah. they were a little bit like, okay, this is cool, but we haven't played a place this small in a long time, which was to our benefit. Uh, Cause that was a crazy good show. Uh, but uh, you could tell, and then we, we ran into the band. We were going to get burgers before the show. Oh, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. they were across the street. We're like, Hey, Don Brogo, how's it going? Um, so we've had some cool experiences with them and it's been awesome that we've been able to see them in such a small venue. Yeah, they're they're an extremely accessible band. Like uh, we've hung out with, like the, saw the first time. Rob was standing band. next to me at the show. Yeah, 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 yeah. We were at the back bar, and they're just they're very accessible, and they're super nice guys. So it adds to the fact that their band's so awesome that they're easy to get along with and easygoing people. But yeah, man, they're they're one of those bands like better and better every time. Yeah. And uh, you know, I can't wait to hear the record. Um, they they're a perfect blend of you know. Uh, over the top hard rock but with that r&b background still like it's it's so bizarre like those pop elements are so big in this band even when they've taken an industrial approach to songwriting and like i and i say industrial very loosely because yeah. uh it is it's, it's just pop it's it's all pop but it's they they've twisted the, the formula so well that it works for them you know yeah, for sure. I love this track. I'm really excited for the new Don Broco records called Amazing Things comes out in September. I was wondering when they were going to finally release it because they've been doing so many uh, updates from the studio uh, since Christmas. Before Christmas, they were posting updates from the studio. I'm thinking, when's this thing going to finally come out? Uh, and now it's coming out. And so I think this might be one of my most anticipated records of 2021. I'm sure you would agree, Dave. Oh, yeah, for sure. 100%. Right on. So that is our headliner topic for this week's Rock Squad podcast. We're going to wrap things up. Before we do, let's get to our tracks of the week. Um, Dave, I, I might put you probably put on your tracks of the week as well, but Don Broco, <laughs> Manchester Super Reds, number one fan. Uh, great song. Uh, yeah. That's one of my tracks of the week. And also, I don't know if you ever listened to these guys. They're an Australian band um, called Hands Like Houses. Um, they have a song that came out last year that I've been really into right now called The Water. Um, they're cool. another they're another band heavy they started out very heavy they've softened a little bit in the last couple of years but they're another uh another band from australia that i really dig right now cool man yeah I'll, i i don't know them i'll check them out for sure i'll yeah, put my, it on the, my, on the playlist my, my picks are uh, i was in a big green day role this week so um i'm gonna go with uh when i come around classic and uh by green day and uh, nice guys finish last classics both I both classics so, you know if you don't know those songs or if you're if you're if you only know from uh, american idiot forward go check those out yeah go check out dookie check out insomniac nimrod all those pre uh 
this pre-American idiot stuff. I like the stuff they've done since, but obviously you can't replace those, uh, those first three. And if you do like our track recommendations, make sure you go over to Spotify. We do have a rock squad tracks of the week playlist up there right now, where we compile all the songs that we love and recommend. So you guys can rock accordingly. All right. Well, that is the end of the rock squad podcast this week. We want to thank everybody for watching. Remember to uh, follow us at rock squad pod on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, make sure to check out the audio version of the podcast. Uh, if you don't have time to watch on YouTube, you can download us uh, on your audio feed, whether that be on Spotify, Google podcasts, uh, you know, Apple podcasts everywhere. So where can the folks uh, follow you, Dave? You can follow me Instagram and Facebook on Twitter, red coast records. I'm always available. And once again, uh, we play in a band. Fools Union is, is the name. Foolsunion.com for all of our merch. Uh, tours, tour spots and gigs. Maybe <laughs> one day. Yeah. You know, new pictures, new music. That's where you want to go. Um, of course, at the end of the show, make sure you go down and subscribe. You hit the like button. You comment. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, my friend. Rock on, Nick. Rock on, Dave. We'll see you guys next time.